Hi, I'm Abby Rosenblum, founder of the Social Modern Matchmaking and your host of Ghosted, a podcast about making dating easy and fun again so you can find your boo. Get it? We'll talk with dating experts, coaches, and real clients of mine and single people from around the world. Stick around for corny jokes, dating advice, and deep dives into the psychology behind finding love. If you have been listening to this podcast for one episode, 10 episodes, 75 episodes, maybe you listen to every single one, uh, you know that communication is obviously the key to having a successful relationship, the key to having success in dating, the key to really any relationship, even if it's a friendship with your family. Communication is everything. And, you know, I think a lot of people think they're communication pros. I don't think any of us know everything. That's kind of good in most topics. Um, But today, hopefully we can teach you a little bit more about communication and how to make sure that you're communicating in a good way with your partner and also to have some fun with it. So not having to feel like communication is boring or like, you know, just sitting through a therapy session. So today I have an amazing guest with me. She is Diana Indries, the co-owner, co-creator, and CEO of the Better Topics card game for couples. Diana, thank you so much for being here. Hi, Abby, and thank you so much for having me on your podcast today. I'm very excited to be here. Awesome. Well, hopefully we'll have a little fun because what you are doing is all about having some fun with sometimes more serious topics. So can you, you know, give a little background, tell me more about the card game, and then maybe give some background on how this idea even came to be? Well, the reason, actually, it was there isn't just one reason why we came up with this. I've actually created this together with my husband, Robert. It actually had a lot of reasons behind it. It wasn't an overnight thing or a light bulb moment where we woke up and were like, oh my God, that's it. This is what we're going to do for the rest of our lives, especially me. So at the time when we actually started working on it, I was a manager in corporate. Um, I was, you know, working in NHS, which is the national health system in the UK. So I was a manager basically at the local hospital. And I did like my job, but it wasn't as fulfilling as I thought it would be once I get to management level. Also, I was looking at my husband who he owns few businesses and he was super excited every day, you know, waking up, super excited of, you know, talking to people about the projects he was working on and all of that. And even after he would have literally a full day of back-to-back calls, and I'm talking 16, even 17 hours sometimes, you know, he literally would have no voice by the end of it, but he would still be super excited and still pumped, you know, about everything that they were doing. And witnessing that, I was like, you know, I, I don't know how that is. I want to feel like that about my work as well. I don't want to dread Monday morning that I have to get up and go to work and, oh, there's another week and, oh, there's another, you know, situation going on and I cannot really have too much power over it. So it was that. And also, when my husband and I entered our relationship together, we both had this determination to make this relationship great, you know, because we both had failed relationships in the past. We've learned from them and we have also educated ourselves, you know, along the way. We actually took this decision even before meeting each other. So when we've met each other, it was just the perfect timing, you know, that, oh my God, yes, now I have this perfect person. Let's just make it great from the start. So we, you know, from the very beginning, we've put in place things like uh, date nights, you know, even when we were living together and even when it was just the two of us, we would still have weekly date nights, which we still do to this day. 
Uh, and we also lo love playing board games quite a lot. So, you know, we thought, look, we are very passionate about our relationship. We like board games. Let's combine. Let's get some of those couple games that are out there. And we got some so-called card games. To be honest, to this day, I don't know why they call them games because they are not games. They're just one-off questions printed on a piece of paper. And when we got those, we were super disappointed to see that because we were like, yeah, but you cannot really play anything with it. You know, yes, you ask the question, you answer it, and then you move on. And that's it. But where is the playing in it? Like what? You don't do right. anything. Like them. how do you get competitive about those? You know? <laughs> exactly. It's like you don't play. And then so, you know, once you go through all your deck of questions, you kind of can throw it away. You know, might as well just open an article online with questions and read those out. Like it was literally the same thing. So, you know, having all these, you know, in mind as well, and me also looking to make a shift in my career to do something that would be more fulfilling to me, we came up with the idea, what if we actually create our own card game? How would that look? And what would the rules even be? How would it work? And all of that. So we kind of bounced around the idea for a while, and then we started working on the questions. And we've actually ended up working about six months only on the questions because we wanted to make them repeatable, first of all. Second of all, we wanted to make them to have sense in a way, you know, for the relationship because, again, the past decks that we've got were really, you know, most questions didn't really make sense for us anymore, especially that we were together already for a while and we kind of knew stuff about each other. So questions like, what's your favorite ice cream? That wasn't really relevant. You know, it's like, You're like I already know that it's chocolate. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I told them like, listen, if you don't know how much I love chocolate by now, we have a big problem. Like these cards cannot really help us then. So, you know, it was that. And second, also we had to formulate the questions in a way that they do bring up past stories and situations that happened in the partner's lives. But without blaming, without sounding like you would uh, accuse them in any way of anything, you know, so to make them actually replayable, but still in a nicer way where people don't feel attacked when they are asked certain questions. So that involved a lot of back and forth between me and him, to be honest. Right. It's kind of cool that you guys made it together. That was like probably a good, you know, bonding experience in itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing because, you know, we were asking each other questions and a lot of questions, I mean, and, um, you know, some of them would actually make sense for us, you know, and some of them would be like just on the edge and we're like, should we put this? Should we not put this? And then we would have to think of what would be the worst situation? How can someone take this the worst way? You know, what could happen? And so going through that, you know, it was quite, I'm telling you, it took us actually six months. So... <laughs> And then we have included a lot of what we call game-like elements, which are modifiers. So these are extra questions to the main question, like with whom, how, how did you react to that, to that, you know, just to get a more, let's say, like a better answer in a way, not just like a short or one-off, like yes or no type of answers. Um, and also we have the cancel the question, reverse the question, or, you know, the joker ask anything. <laughs> basically, um, because we did want to make it playable and in a fun way, because there are some fun questions as well, and there are some deeper ones too, you know? So it kind of fluctuates between two extremes, let's say, 
and still, you know, keep it fun. Because, for example, if there is a more difficult question that my husband would like to ask me and he's like, okay, now I got her locked in, locked her in, you know, like now she needs to answer this. I can reverse it, you know, if I have that cardinal and actually, you know what, you better answer this, you know, and then the game goes back and forth and there is a way to win it and there is a strategy to it as well. Whoever wins get to choose their own reward out of the reward deck as well, which comes with the main deck. So I want to know a little bit about the rewards, but I'm curious before we get there, can you give like a couple examples? What are some of like the fun questions that people might see in there? And then what are some of the more like you know, hard-hitting questions? Well, actually, let me just take out some. Yeah, just so people can kind of like hear some examples. I'm curious too. (laughs) So a lighter one would be, what was a happy memory from your childhood you haven't shared yet? You know, so this is really good because it actually helps you understand about your partner what makes them happy. What is it in that situation made them actually happy? Again, a lighter one. In this moment, what would you choose? Sex or cuddling? And a deeper one, which I really... This is one of my favorite questions, actually, is when did you need me most last week? So... Whoa, so that's kind of what you're saying, how it's replayable. Exactly. Obviously, each week is different. Exactly. So although the questions are the same, because they are repeatable, the answers will always be different. And the more you ask these type of questions, the more you can see a pattern in your partner, you know? And even if you have been with the same person for a long time, most people don't think of asking the questions this way. I mean, we had amazing feedback as well from people who've been married for 30 years. And even they used the cards and they were really surprised, you know, with the discussions and answers that the cards led to and also still had fun with it. So it's... I love them, obviously, because I created it. (laughs) Right, you're a little biased, but that's okay. (laughs) Yes, but asking these type of questions, you can see a pattern at some point. And then, you know, if your partner is asking you a few times, when did you need me most and I wasn't there, you know, after like the third or fourth time, they can notice when is that pattern. So next time when a similar situation comes up, they can just be there straight away because by now they know when are those moments when you need them most. Right. So there's like an additional benefit. It's not just for fun, but you're also learning things about your partner. Like, oh, my partner really wants me to be there when he's doing the laundry. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Or, (laughs) you know, when he's had a terrible day at work or whatever it might be. And so you said you've gotten some good feedback. What are some of the stories of how much people have loved trying out the game? Oh my God, there's been so many. But a couple of my favorite ones was this one that, that I just mentioned. So this couple that actually sent the feedback are some friends of ours. And when we launched Better Topics, because, you know, we weren't completely ready with it, but then the pandemic hit and we were like, okay, now it's time to actually launch it because couples are literally physically locked in. Like they cannot even leave the house anymore. They are right. Everyone's like, what do we do? We're going to kill each other. (laughs) Exactly. And many of them that for years have been focused on anything else but the relationship literally looked at each other and they're like, I don't know you anymore you know like who are you like I knew you 10 years ago but who are you now you know so we're like okay couples actually need this now so let's just launch it and we we launched it with a kickstarter campaign in June 2020 and this couple they backed us because they know us and they're our friends and obviously we've advertised to everyone that listen we're on kickstarter you know make sure to check it out and all of that 
And they did tell us, like, listen, we like you guys and, you know, we think it's a cute idea, but I don't think we need it because, you know, they've been married for 30 years and so on. And I was like, fine, you know, thank you for your backing and so on. When they got the cards, I did ask them to play it so they can give me some feedback, at least even maybe just on the quality of the cards or the box or anything like that, you know, because as I said, we created it. So we are biased, you know, it's our first project and our first project together as well, you know, with my husband. So obviously it's it's like our first baby in a way. So, you know, I was very curious to see what other people think as well who have never seen it before. They don't know, you know, all the process that went into it, you know, just the first glance, what they think. And this couple came back and it was so interesting to see their feedback because they they essentially said that, listen, we've been married for 30 years and our relationship is actually quite good. You know, we know pretty much everything about each other. However, the way these questions are formulated, it still grows very interesting conversations and it it made them look at things from a very different perspective because he said in 30 years I never thought of asking my wife exactly you know when did you need me most and I wasn't there you know normally she would either say it or she would be upset by it for two months and then me having to guess why it's like but otherwise you know um so so that feedback was amazing but the my ultimate favorite feedback was from this guy from Japan And he got the game because uh, he said, you know, the relationship with his wife wasn't working very well and obviously he wanted to improve it, but she didn't want to play the game with him. So, you know, what he did was because, you know, he looked through the questions, he thought they're really good questions. He started memorizing some of the questions. So during dinner, he could actually ask his wife and then, you know, start the conversation that way. So he said, you know, the first time it went quite well and, you know, she was quite responsive to the questions. So he said that he'll memorize some other questions, you know, for next time's dinner so he can ask her some more. So, you know, me seeing that feedback, considering I am, you know, physically based in the UK and they are literally all over in Japan, that just literally warmed my heart in such a way. And it literally made me tear up. I just ran to my husband. I'm like, oh, my God, look at this person. We're helping people at the other side of the world with this game that we created. So the feedback has been amazing and literally everyone who got it, everyone just loves it because first of all, it's quite new. There isn't anything like it where it's actually a replayable game. And we also have quite few couple therapists in the US who are actually using the game with their patients because even they said that although they are in this field, you know, for many years, 20, 25 years, maybe they never thought of creating anything like this. So, you know, they, they really loved the idea and now they started using it with their patients because they said it, it's, you know, really good. That is so cool. Well, I'm going to have to get some for my husband and I so we can test it out. And then you said you have had you people, couples in over a hundred different countries have used the cards? Yes. So we have couples playing, especially the app. We have it playing in uh, over 176 countries. Yes. Wow. And so how um, is the app different then the physical deck of cards, can people kind of use both together or is it one or the other? We actually have couples who use both. There isn't much sense to use them at the same time, to be honest. Uh, You either play the physical card games or the app. Basically, they have the same questions in them. Obviously, an app you cannot really play as the physical card game. So we change things a bit around where couples still have to bounce questions between each other and they can still use the modifiers, you know, to either reverse the question or cancel it or things like that. But what the app has extra 
is that it has three different membership levels. And we kept these super affordable. Like we could, we literally physically couldn't make them more affordable than this. So the silver is anything like a dollar fifty a month, and then the gold, and then the platinum is about six dollar fifty a month. So you know, it's it's literally a cup of coffee a month, basically. Um, and obviously, they get a lot of benefits with each membership. But the main one is that they get to have weekly secret challenges. So each partner will get a secret, actually three secret challenges that they can choose from whichever they want to do that week. And then obviously they have to do it for each other or together. And they also have to take a picture because the app will ask their partner if they've done it or not. And if they have, then obviously they they uh, receive points. In the, if they haven't, then no points. And the more they play, they receive points and the more points they gather, they can use this for in-app purchases. And these are things like, right now we have five different extensions. So we have the main game that has questions, you know, a couple of questions from various topics. But then if people want to go deeper on certain topics like intimacy or for new couples or parenting even, you know, they can get the extensions where they get uh, questions on those specific topics. Again, those questions are repeatable as well. So they can keep playing it together with the main game. Wow, you guys have really thought of everything. That's awesome. <laughs> well, we did take our time with it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is important too. And then what are some of those challenges? I feel like I was looking at the app and one was like, make dinner for your partner. Was that, is that one of them? Yes, it's that is one of them. Most challenges will be something... So there aren't anything massive or huge, you know, because we wanted to help more and more couples to be able to do it. So that's why most, actually all of the challenges will be something to do either for the partner or together. And usually the smallest things ever, like, you know, make dinner or uh, breakfast in bed on Sunday or uh, bring them flowers or, you know, go out to a restaurant that your partner loves or the small things because... Both me and my husband, we really appreciate this about each other quite a lot. The fact that we do all those daily small things all the time, you know, instead of a one-off big surprise once a year and then, you know, see you next year. uh, We actually put in effort every day, um, if not exactly every day, then every other day, definitely. For example, we're, we've been married by this point for four years and I still get random flowers. Like he still buys me flowers, you know, once in a while without me having to ask, without me having to hint. You know, he still does that. Um, he still leaves love notes around the house even now. And sometimes my brother finds them, which is funny, but you know, <laughs> he still does that. So, um, yeah, because again, we both have this belief that a relationship needs nurturing all the time. Like it's not when you're on holiday only or when you have time only or things like this. It's, you know, essentially, if you want a great relationship, and again, our belief is that anyone can if they put in a bit of effort, um, you do have to work. You know, you cannot just sit back and let the relationship happen. Like I understand the dating days are over and maybe the initial passion might dim down a bit, which is normal. But that doesn't mean that you have to basically stop dating each other 
although you're not doing it as intensely as in the beginning. Right. And I could see these kind of questions being really good for even new relationships. You know, obviously not something I would recommend for someone on a first date, maybe not even the second or the third, but maybe once you two decide to be exclusive, this can really make it so, you know, obviously these questions make you vulnerable. You know, you're sharing something maybe you haven't shared before, opening up to your partner in a new way. So, you know, that can definitely create a really good connection by being vulnerable, which I'm sure you guys had that in mind when you're creating all of this. Yes. That too, together with the game element and the fun element, because whenever we play games, we tend to be more honest and more open in our answers as well. You know, there isn't that pressure of we need to talk type of discussion. That type of discussion even now scares me. You know, I've been with my husband for so many years now. And even now, if it comes to me and we need to talk, my first thing that I think about, what have I done? And my defenses all are all the way up. And I'm not even listening as much to what the problem is, but I'm trying to see, okay, this is not my fault, you know, or what has happened or things like that. So that this is, is what we wanted to avoid, basically, in these type of discussions, because we understand that not everyone is used to opening up and talking about their feelings and all of that. And interestingly enough, for me and my husband, I was the one not used to that, you know? And I was like that mainly because, you know, from my past relationships, I've learned that whenever I opened up, it didn't lead to good responses, let's say, or the responses that I would have expected in a situation like that. So, you know, I was like, okay, so clearly I should not open up now. So, you know, I did that for years and I got used to that. And then I've met my husband and he's like, oh no, but we need to talk about this. And I'm like, but I don't know how, you know, I literally was, you know, close to my thirties and I was like, I don't know how to actually open up to a person because every time I tried to before, I was like turned down or, you know, different various reactions that I got from people. So I was like, now I don't even know how to do it. So we actually had to take that step by step. So that's why we completely understand, you know, how difficult it can be for some couples to actually communicate and get their ideas across. Hence why we came up with this. So we give them an exact tool that they can use without any stressors because you know if you don't like the question then blame it on the game you know? <laughs> right then you can't be like oh that's a terrible question that you just came up with you're like eh, it's the game <laughs> yeah exactly yeah I could see this being so good you know I know you're definitely not alone in that but you know for a while you felt like you couldn't open up I think probably a lot of people listening maybe feel like they they don't want to open up and you know some people just don't even know the right questions to ask is what I noticed too I set people up on dates, you know, I'll give them maybe some topics that they should probably talk about, you know, get to know that person's passions. But sometimes they're like, well, how do I even get there? Like, what questions do I ask? So, you know, you could even look through some of these questions and use them on dates. <laughs> exactly. That and also how to ask them. That is also very important, how you ask a question. You know, because it's not the same if you just ask, you know, what are your passions or, you know, how you ask it, let's say, Again, this is something I always had to deal with, the fact that I was always considered very blunt and very direct, which, you know, in my work was appreciated by my bosses because they all loved it. But in my private life, nobody seemed to like because I was way too direct, you know. So that's why we actually spent so much time on working on the questions, because we literally 
wanted to make them askable. I don't even know if that's a word, but, you know, uh, askable by anyone, you know, without having to go through what I used to go through, you know, whenever people said that I'm too direct. So, and, um, you know, I was going to ask too, you know, if people want to order the cards, if they want to play the game, if they want to get the app, you know, can you kind of talk about where people can find the game and how they can interact? So for those who want the physical card game or even links to the app, they can go to our website, which is bettertopics.com. Also for the physical card game, we have them again on our website or on Amazon, UK, US and Australia as well for those who want them, you know, straight away. (laughs) Right. If you're like, I need this in one day because they just listened to this episode, they're ready to go. (laughs) Exactly. And we'll put all those links uh, in the show notes so that if you're listening, you can go and buy this game. And I know a lot of our listeners are single, but this would be a great way to kind of prepare to be in a relationship. Some questions you can even think about asking on dates. Yes. Also, we do have the new couples as well, the new couples deck. So they can use that too on dates. But as you said, maybe not on the first one because we don't want to, you know, scare them off. (laughs) Right. We don't need to talk about, you know, super, super deep things on the first date. (laughs) Yeah. But once you you think he's getting serious, then you can definitely ask these because it will just help the, the relationship. And then I always love to end these episodes with little words of wisdom. You know, if you were talking to one of our single listeners who was like, oh, am I ever going to meet anyone? You know, what would you say to them? My, oh my God. Oh, well, this, this in itself could be a full episode, to be honest, because I have so many things to say, mainly because I've been there and I know how it feels. Like when I've met my husband, I was already 28. So you can imagine all my dating life till then. Well, a big part was a massive wreck, you know, of dates and short-term relationships that didn't really lead anywhere until I had my last relationship before the one, you know, with my husband, after which I decided not to see anyone anymore unless I'm definitely convinced that they are ready for a serious relationship. And it was two years that I've been single and then I've met my husband. So. Yes, you can meet the right person for you. Don't stress about it. I know, especially in your 20s, it's very difficult to see that and to understand that, oh my God, when is he going to come? Because you're not patient. But trust me, it's worth waiting because once, you know, the right person comes along, you know, all those movies and all the uh, romance novels and everything. Yeah, like that. Like that, but even better, you know, without the... (laughs) drama in it basically I hope without the drama yeah (laughs) yeah um so I think an advice I would give is first of all don't settle for mediocre relationships second of all if you're not very happy even if you're in a relationship right now and you're not happy with the current situation try to find ways on how to improve it yourself don't blame your partner for it like you know because maybe they are happy with it you know maybe they are happy with the things they are So if you don't like something about your relationship, then try to improve it. And if your partner actually cares for you and about you, they will definitely follow suit. You know, if they don't, then obviously that's a different discussion. But then at least, you know, you tried everything and you're ready to let go of that person and find a new one if if they're not ready to improve. So definitely my biggest advice would be don't settle for mediocre relationship because this is the best thing I've ever done. 
not to settle, although many people told me around me that I should kind of settle down because, you know, the clock is ticking and, you know, I should be married and all of these and kids and whatever. And I was like, no. Until I find that amazing person, I won't settle. And everyone's like, well, how easy? I'm like, I don't know. When I'll find them, I'll tell you, you know? <laughs> You'll know. <laughs> yeah. And that was the situation as well. And interestingly enough, we've met with my husband. We hit it off extremely well from the very beginning. We got together and within two months of being together, he proposed. And within four months, we got married. So within six months of knowing each other, we were literally married. Because everything just fell into place in such a wonderful way. Again, because none of us settled for mediocre uh, partners or relationships. Right. And it sounds like you both really knew what you wanted and also very good at communicating. So I think that probably helped too. <laughs> yes. But again, that came after years of uh, not having that and educating ourselves on it. Because we both have this belief that and mainly from business as well, which is very interesting because I have learned so much about communication in my work as a manager that even when I was going through management training, I was thinking, you know, if people would know all of this, you know, it would make so much difference in how people communicate at home with each other because you can still communicate with your partner in a way that they understand what you're saying. They don't feel attacked and you also get the problem solved. Well, I think that's some amazing advice. I agree. Don't settle, but also don't have insane expectations, I guess would be my asterisk there. <laughs> well, I would just add to that, that if you have insane expectations, make sure to live up to them yourself as well. Because if you want someone, if like if you have insane expectations, just try to think that that person who meets those criteria, they might as well have insane expectations. So just have the same expectations as the ones you can match. And then, you know, the perfect partner will come. Definitely. I love it. Thank you, Diana. That was some great advice. And I'm so glad that you got to come on the podcast today. I'm excited to try out the card game. I'll let you know how it goes with my husband. And thank you again for being here. Thank you, Abby, so much for having me today. I had fun talking to you. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.